welcome to Sporting for His Glory. And it's a new year, so also happy new year. So exciting. It's now 2023. Well, when you hear this, it will be 2023. At the moment, it isn't quite. So I hope you're feeling super excited and pumped for the year ahead. I hope that you have lots of things to look forward to, lots of goals in mind. And, you know, a new year is just a great opportunity to reflect on the past year, but also to just be excited about the future and to look forward to growing spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, in every way. Today's episode is about prayer, and that's why I've titled it Pray About Everything in relation to a verse in Philippians, Philippians 4, verse 6. So that's what the focus will be for today. And it's just me, no guest today, but I really hope that it will be an encouragement to you to pray about everything and know that God is really interested in every part of your life as I always bang on about on this podcast. Whether you're an athlete or generally whatever you do, God is really interested in it. So that's what we'll be talking about today. But before we start, as always, we'll start with a prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this moment again, this present moment. Thank you, Lord, for a new year. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have planned for each and every listener this year, Lord, that you have amazing plans for them, that you're working everything together for good, for the good of being more like you, for the good of reflecting you and for the good of your will and your purpose for their lives. Thank you, Lord, that we can bring everything to you. Thank you, Lord, that you're interested in every single aspect of our lives. Thank you, Lord, that you want us to share everything with you. Nothing's off limits. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness towards us, your faithfulness to get us to this point again of a new year. I just pray for each and every listener that they will really be encouraged, that they'll really know even more deeply than they already know how much you care about them, how much you want to be a part of every aspect of their lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Fabulous. So let's get going. So as I mentioned this episode is really focused on Philippians 4 verse 6 but we will also look at a couple other verses. So Philippians 4 verse 6 says, do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. And to be honest if you've heard this verse before you're probably thinking the same thing as I'm thinking right now is that the first part of the verse is really a challenge. It says, do not be anxious about anything. And that's so hard because there's so many things that we can be anxious about, so many things. Whatever you do in life, if you're an athlete, if you're a coach, if you're a student, whatever work you do, there's obviously gonna be things to be anxious about. There's gonna be things to be stressed about. Just life in general can be quite stressful. But Paul tells us, do not be anxious about anything. And I mean, I read it a lot and when I do, you know, when I do come across this verse, it makes me think, Paul, but you don't get it. Like, how can I not be anxious about anything? It just seems kind of, I don't know, like just difficult and almost like, don't you get it, Paul? Like, how how can you say that? You know, it's, it's a challenge, basically. But then he goes on to say, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So even though he's telling us to not be anxious, he's giving us a reason why. Instead, 
you know, pray about everything. When you're feeling anxious, pray, you know, bring it to God. Make your requests be made known to God. So again, you know, it's just all about that context of the wider verse and knowing that, yeah, you know, let's let's take that anxiousness, but instead of just allowing it to linger, present it to God in prayer. So you not just allow that anxiety to just be present, but actually give it to God. You know, that's basically what he's saying. God wants us to share all of our concerns with him. Pray about the things that make you anxious. Pray about it. You know, that's our response to anxiety, according to Paul, is to pray. And going further on into the verse, in everything it says, but in everything by prayer and supplication. So it's reminding ourselves that in everything we can come to God in prayer. And the Barnes commentary says, There is nothing which pertains to body, mind, estate, friends, conflicts, losses, trials, hopes, fears, in reference to which we may not go and spread it out before the Lord. And I love that so much. So he's basically just listed everything, everything that applies to our lives and is saying that we should bring all that to God. We should spread it all out before the Lord. There's nothing that we can't bring to God. And this is what it means by in everything. This is what Paul is getting at. Everything also includes our sporting lives. If you're an athlete or someone who works in sport, everything, there's nothing that's off limits because prayer simply is communication with God. And when it refers to supplication, that means our request to him. So in everything we can come and speak to God, in everything we can bring our requests to him. And then Paul says, with thanksgiving, thank him for the present and past mercies, the gift of sport and the opportunities you have. With thanksgiving, coming in prayer, you know, speaking to God about everything with thankfulness. And that links also to actually what Kadena said in the past episode, if you've listened to that, about giving thanks, you know, in sport as an athlete, giving thanks through the successes and through the difficulties like injuries, which, you know, is so difficult to go through. It's being able to give thanks to God through the ups and the downs, through the highs and the lows. It really is a challenge. This verse is difficult you know, but it's also so encouraging as well that we can pray about everything, that we don't need to be anxious. You know, we can bring absolutely everything to God. And 1 Peter 5 verse 7 is quite similar as well, as it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Because God cares for us, we can cast it all on him. We can spread it all out before him. And in Matthew 6 verse 6, Jesus speaks and you know encourages us actually to be really practical about the way that we pray but when you pray go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you you know he's giving us a blueprint as such as to how we pray you know how do we communicate with God it's finding time to pray in secret. That's part of it anyway. 
going to the secret place, your quiet time. And God sees us in those moments of prayer. And even during camps and competitions, it's about finding time to be alone with God. You know, if you're traveling around the world, competing or wherever you may go to train as well. There's ways to have time with God. There's ways to have that moment of communication alone. Maybe it might even just be walking around your training locations, your accommodation, the venue. Or it could be time in the hotel room or anywhere, really, because, you know, prayer doesn't have to necessarily look a certain way. It might even just be on the bus, you know, somewhere to even be able to pray in your head, knowing that God hears, um, God hears and God sees us in secret. But also as we pray without ceasing, for example, as it says in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 17, it's also that continuous rhythm of prayer. It's those intentional prayer moments alone, but it's also those moments day to day as we go about our business. You know, it's great that we get this really continuous communication with God because his spirit lives in us. We can constantly communicate with him. He's always with us. Christ is in us. So, you know, we can always have those moments of prayer and always have those moments of intimacy and of conversation with him. And Brother Lawrence said something really interesting in the book, Practicing the Presence of God. He said, let him think of God as often as possible. Let him accustom himself by degrees to this small but holy exercise. No one sees it, and nothing is easier than to repeat these little internal adorations all through the day. And this is another example of praying without ceasing, being able to reflect on God, adore him all the time, just as you're going about your day, you know. It's great that within prayer we have those, you know, the dynamic of having those alone moments, but also just doing anything and doing anything prayerfully. Because Brother Lawrence himself, he was, um, he was a, monk and basically he would pray you know whilst he'd be um, you know washing dishes for example he'd be praying so again it's that sense of being able to pray and being able to reflect on God in everything that you do it's recognizing that we can also connect with God through stillness you know in those day-to-day moments Just as it says in Psalm 46, verse 10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So again, it's stillness. um, You know, that's part of prayer. That's an aspect of prayer. Uh, That's an expression of prayer. And I think lately I've been drawn more to that. You know, there's so many ways to pray, but there's something really beautiful about stillness and just being quiet before God and just reflecting on him and just thinking about him. And it's something that we can do just anywhere, anytime. And that's why I love that so much. And been delving into the world of Christian meditation, because to be honest, as a bit of a side note, I feel like meditation can sometimes be embraced by Christians or just like seen as a no-no almost because I think obviously meditation is somewhat related to you know certain eastern religions 
Buddhism, for example, um, is quite heavy on meditation. And the mindfulness movement originated from Buddhism. So even though mindfulness is a secular practice, it does originate from Buddhism. But meditation itself is a biblical, you know, it's a biblical concept. Meditation is mentioned in the Bible. So when we think about even stillness and prayerful still moments, it's a biblical concept. And I remember speaking to a psychologist and I remember her encouraging me to meditate and I didn't really want to because in my head I was thinking, um, well, I'm a Christian, I don't do that. But, you know, it is biblical. So, for example, Psalm 1, verse 1 to 2, says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. I won't go on too much about meditation because this is about prayer. But, you know, they're they're linked in many ways, Um, you know when we meditate on the word of God, that can be a real, really prayerful thing as well to do. So I have literally gone on a tangent, um, lovely, jovely, but basically, you know, stillness meditation is definitely a form of prayer and a biblical thing. So don't be afraid to meditate. And A.W. Tozer says, many Christians suffer from the guilt of doing nothing, coming before God in quietness and waiting upon him in silence can sometimes accomplish more than days and weeks of feverish activity. Absolutely love A.W. Tozer. I absolutely love him. Like, wow. I mean, he's just so good. (laughs) Like, if you haven't read A.W. Tozer, please, please read it please read anything he's written but again that's a reminder you know quietness and silence before God is important and it's an important practice for Christians and it's a way that we can pray without ceasing so that is basically a quick reflection on prayer the intentional moments of prayer those silent moments coming before God at a certain time a certain place but also praying without ceasing, being able to constantly think of God and know that our communication with God is a continuous thing. Christ is in us, Christ in you, the hope of glory, as it says in Colossians 1 verse 27, knowing that Christ is in us, knowing that his spirit, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. So we can constantly communicate with God. We can constantly pray without ceasing, knowing that he cares for us. He cares for absolutely everything in everything pray when you're anxious pray pray about the things that make you anxious know that he really wants to know he's really interested in everything and if we're looking at things in a sporting context as well I have a specific story to share about God showing me that it's a good idea to pray for those I race against for my competitors for my so-called rivals even though I hate the word rival that's another podcast for another day but yeah so basically I can't exactly remember the year I think it was around 2017 potentially I was praying and I was just yeah generally praying really and then all of a sudden I just like felt like the Holy Spirit prompt me to pray for one of my competitors in my classification 
and I was like really like I knew it wasn't me you know I'm definitely not one of those people that's gonna say God told me God told me even if that may be the case I'm just not the kind of person that says that too much you know because I know the weight of saying God said but I really really felt like it was God like I was like this is not me it's never been natural for me to pray for those I compete against but I really felt like God was telling me to and I began to pray for this person and when I mean pray for them it was about blessing them and saying Lord you know like bless them may they be successful thank you for the gift you've given them may they come to know you like loads of just positive prayers you know positive things towards them it started with one person I ended up praying for like all the people that are in my race like internationally started praying for the people I train with and it just became a really powerful moment like I really encountered God's presence like heavily as I was praying for those I competed against so obviously I got like super just excited as you do like I just started wanting to pray for everyone because I was like oh my gosh I feel like I feel so amazing right now so yeah I'm literally going to start praying for like everybody but um, that's to say that there is something so powerful about praying for those you compete against like if you haven't done it before as an athlete this is yeah more an athlete context but even actually pray for those you work with pray for those you're in school with uh, you know it probably would work in the same way I'm sure it's about just showing compassion and love to those around you and those that maybe you wouldn't necessarily naturally pray for I think that's where the power is it's those people that you probably just wouldn't necessarily think of when you're praying pray for those people the people that you're supposed to feel some sort of way about and also I think it really guards against bitterness and over competitiveness big time and that's why even recently before I went to Tokyo for the Paralympic Games I had a similar experience where I was getting so caught up in you know being the best athlete and there was a sense of self-preservation like yeah I've got to get this result and if I don't you know if I don't get this result then that's going to be the worst thing ever if I don't get the specific result. A lot of self-preservation, a lot of self-defending, a lot of self really and again I felt God encouraged me to pray you know for those I was competing against just to guard against bitterness towards people and almost like this sense that people are getting in the way of my goals you know being super real with you guys okay I'm being super real with you and being honest it's a really great way to guard against over competitiveness and bitterness to pray for those you compete against those who maybe pride or self might say ah you know what I've got to beat this person you know, this person can't beat me. Yeah, I'm being super real. But this is the thing, like, I think there's a lot of freedom in being real. I'm sure there's people who relate to what I'm saying. So yeah, it's just, it's great. It's great to pray about everything and pray for those in your life, in your sporting life as well. So I hope that that also encourages you. And really, it's just about showing love, you know, And that's why I think it's such a powerful thing because you begin to feel love 
for those you're on the start line with, you know? And I feel like I'm in that position now where I just feel so much love for those I compete against. Like, I want to be best friends with everyone. And I know that that, I don't know if that's, I mean, expected as an athlete. Like, there's a sense that, oh, you know, you've got to, you've got to be, you know, kind of trying to get in people's head and all that stuff. But I think as God has encouraged me to pray for those I compete against, it just feels like a lot of that's just dissolved. Like, I'm competitive, but, you know, I love, I love the people that I race against. I want them to do well, you know. Um, and again, that's what it means to be Christ-like in sport. And in the first episode of Sporting Praise Glory, Marilyn spoke about this as well, about how you can be competitive, but also love your neighbour. You can love and you can compete in love. Well, that's it because I feel like I'm waffling a little bit now. But I hope that that whole discussion around prayer has been an encouragement for you. So what would I leave with you? Firstly, pray. You know, if there's anything perhaps here that you haven't tried before, try Christian meditation, try silent prayer you know, um, but also know that if you're feeling anxious about anything, whatever it is, pray about it like now, like pray about it right now. And also if you're an athlete, pray for your competitors and know that God will really do something in your heart as you do that. So have a wonderful day. Happy New Year again. And I'll see you on the next episode.